Hey, this is a little pop-up podcast. A little podcast with my friends. A chance to get to know them better, to be a better friend, and maybe even a better person. This is a chat with Emrys. Emrys Plant. I met Emrys when we both volunteered at the Do Lectures. He turned up on his bike. He rides his bike a lot. On-road, off-road, a long way, a short way. He's a general creative doer. He makes interesting things. Design things, print things, poetry things. So here goes. Emrys. Who are you? <laughs> Who is Emrys Plant? You should bloody know by now, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, but really uh, interesting question uh, for me because before we moved to Wales I I I did an MA um and it was uh and 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 it was it was called what do you do because people would ask me um what do you do and I'd struggle to answer because it's like well where do you where should I start like because Although, um, and it does that define who you are? Like you've asked me a different question, like who mm. are you? Um, the what do you do is uh, part of who you are, I suppose. Anyway, so anyway, then I <clears throat> proceeded to write 20,000 words on, on, on what do you do? We haven't got time for all of that. But no. um, I have like, as a, as a person, I think I, I love the outdoors and I, uh, I love natural landscapes. To, play in and then and then creatively I've always worked creatively and and also not just creatively I think I I I like being awkward mm. <laughs> I like being <laughs> I like being I like being awkward in not in a like pointlessly awkward way it's just yeah. if someone says oh can you do this I think I can do that but is there a better way of doing it is there a different way yeah. of doing it? Like if I give you, if I do what is expected, that's what we'll get, you know, and that's a bit mm. pointless. No one, like, I'm not going to learn much from that. No. Um, it's like, if you always do what you've always done, you always get what you've always got. And so if you want there to be a change in any way or learn something, do it differently. You might fail. Like there's been plenty of failures <laughs> and that's mm. fine. So as a person, I, I think, yeah, recently looking at that as being about right we take risks they're looked they're perceived as risks because other people would be like oh i could never do that mm. um like take the family traveling around the world for six months or um move to a field in west wales and see what happens it's like but for us the risk was always been to stay a uh, carry on doing what you've we've always done and as soon as it sort of gets comfortable and it's like there's something inside both Heidi and I we're just a bit like mm. could we do this differently or a bit better well that's been great to get mm. to this stage and um but now the next thing is like it's, it looks different or feels different the feeling's mm. got to be like oh we feel yeah. if we're not feeling content it's time to mm. change and I think that's right for I think people say like, "Oh, you maybe you're lucky. Oh, you're really lucky to be in that position." Or and you've always got to recognise your own your own luck in your in that. You know, I'm a white middle class male. Like yeah, that's just the way I was born. You know, like um, and that is a lucky place position to be in to recognise that. And it's like, yeah, there's fuck all I can do about that. Um, 
and 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 I'm not going to apologise for it either. Um, but I do recognise how lucky that is to be in that position to have the choice of going. Oh, I can, with confidence, say, I'm going to apply for that work, or I'm going to put myself out here to do this. And that's like a cultural confidence that I'm lucky to have, fortunate yeah. to have. And so I recognise that. And there's a lot of things that we think about around those things as well. I don't know if this is answering any sort of who it's, am I. It doesn't matter, it's interesting. The point is, Jacob, I haven't got a fucking clue who I am particularly. And um, okay, okay. I've just, I was 42 this week, and I'm like, I still don't know. 42, Jesus. You everything. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Who do you want to be? Um, I think I'm getting there. I'm getting there with the who I want to be. I think the last couple of years, having moved here, maybe it's living in Pembrokeshire, I've mm. had to have patience. And I think that's something I never used to have. If I wanted to do something, I'd get it done fast and then it was done and that's great here and now here are kind of like oh the practice I want to have the creative practice I want to have the life balance I want to have there's patience in that because I don't want to um I don't want to get frustrated with going down paths and then being not the right paths and mm. knowing that it wasn't the right path in the first place you know what I mean and that's happened plenty of times before and you get to a point, you think, what am I doing here? And maybe there are other people's versions of a good point, you know. Like like I said, in creatively, I've always worked at, like, had clothing labels. Mm -hmm. And you have a clothing label, and what do you want? You want to have lots of shops selling it, and you want to be um, maybe supported by, like, the British Fashion Council, and you want to go to fashion shows in, like, Florence and Milan and Paris. Mm. But then when you get there and 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 you tick all those boxes and the, and you get to that point, you're sat in Paris thinking, this is a fucking shit show. <laughs> like, I cannot connect. None of these people want to yeah. go climbing after this, after this show. None of them want to get a bike and cycle around the city at night. They want to go and get shit-faced and, and mm. stick things up the nose. And it's like, this is not my place to be. And so you get to that point mm. and everyone's like, wow, that's great. And it's like, no, I'm shutting it down. This is not this yeah. is not where I want to be. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, what? You're doing what? And it's like, yeah, this is this is not my place, you no. know. Next. <laughs> and so it's yeah, like yeah. um and I don't want to spend years going down a road that I know inside is not the right road. Um so it's a steady thing. We've got a house mm. to build here. We've built one and then we've got the the main house to build and so I'm happy to build those and learn things on those. Mm. I've said they're the biggest sculptures I'll ever make and and that's how they're approached is that I'm learning things by building a house. Yeah. And it's less that thing that I like risk taking people to say, Oh, I'd never build a house and it's like, Why not? It's like people build houses all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, yeah, but they're builders. Well, that's fine, you know surgeons are surgeons it's a very mm. similar thing <laughs> just smaller tools um i'd give a tracheotomy a go if you know if it was necessary <laughs> like, you know what i mean i've seen it i'd one that needed doing yeah swiss army knife and a biro fine uh yeah, yeah like i think i've always thought well if it's possible then have a go and um and and that's where we're at and uh i think being that a balanced having a balanced mm. life which means involves being like empathetic with friends and family around, sharing 
like that ex this experience we have a lot of people come and visit here and that's that's brilliant i love that i love that there's like when there's nowhere to campsites open or where you don't want to be rammed around people can phone up and say can we come and stay and they can camp here and then we've had like in the summer every week there was people here and it's families that wouldn't normally be able to go anywhere and mm. like and i think oh that's nice that's what we'll do we'll just be like an open creative place where people can come and feel connected with nature and maybe they'll you know come climbing with us for the first time yeah. or go kayaking for the first time or something and it's like very very simple mm. um parts of that worry me as well about like just stepping out of life stepping out of a mainstream mm. and the the impact you can have if you're part of a mainstream is much bigger for instance so like with clothing label it would there were organic cotton sustainable made in britain and selling to lots of trying to reach a lot of people which makes a bigger difference than say now if we putting making artwork it's one piece of art for work for one person sort of mm. thing or i've always made more like public artwork so i'd like to do more of that yeah where it's one piece of artwork but lots of people enjoy mm. it and i think there's a, a, a sort of democracy to that creative work and inspiring mm. work and that's that's really necessary and that's part of yeah. what, what i want to do um oh god I don't, no, yeah. that's cool no. what do you dislike about yourself um i think uh there's a lot. Well, there's, there's probably a lot to uh, that that niggles me about myself. I think currently trying to keep focused on one thing is like it's quite difficult. Mm. Um, I used to be able to juggle lots of things and feel like I was doing an all right job at doing all of them. Mm. Now I don't feel that's possible. So yeah. just I and, and I just want to focus on one thing at a time or very you know otherwise it just feels diluted mm. um probably because i'm spending more time we're spending more time as a family whereas before i'd remove myself from that and go to the studio like go to the mm. studio or go and lecture or be out of the country and it even and it was like i wasn't there so i didn't have to think about it and now mm. we're based we live and work in the same space so it's kind of and the kids are getting older and mm. they we're doing more things together because we can because the kids are getting older and it's brilliant it's mm. great but it, and then it's also like why not yeah. like why not like why not um you know go surfing on a, on a tuesday after school mm. why not go like we you know we built a bike track in the garden and it's like we've used it the last couple of weeks we've fettled it and we've been using it loads and it's like why not just you know on a Thursday lunchtime, if the sun's shining, just have a like a half hour bike session. Like, sure. like why not? But that sound that sounded really ridiculous to my younger self because mm. it was just like work hard, and you'll get places. And now mm. it's like work smart or work mm. and enjoy yourself. But things I don't like about yeah, it's trying to focus because it's like that, and then sometimes having like not being so sure of what I want to do or having the confidence that I used to have 
yeah having a few having wobbles of confidence of like yeah this is what we're doing this is so when someone asks what you're doing you can confidently say mm. this is what we're doing yeah and that annoys me because it's like it pisses me off when I ask someone else and they're like mm, I'm not really sure not really doing <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you know and then when you say like I like I used to be pretty harsh for for this and and people and as ask someone what the, what you've been up to and they're like and they say not a lot and it's like not much it's like I haven't seen you for a year you must have fucking done something <laughs> something has happened you must have done something interesting I mean literally a year's worth of life has gone past mm. we're meeting up again at the same time every year it's someone's birthday haven't seen you for a year what have you been up to <laughs> oh not a lot really do you think there's a lot of people oh who actually, actually haven't done a lot, lot not a lot oh jeez maybe that's the problem with it I don't, well yeah I don't know there's a lot of people haven't done anything but yeah just but yeah but they to need to be encouraged to, to do so. yeah, yeah but if they if they go to work nine to five and enjoy it and are mm. passionate about it that's brilliant if they go to work and in and do something they're not so enjoyable but what they do outside of work mm. makes them alive then that's brilliant mm. like i don't think particularly and any like in the bubble that i exist in mm. that there is no reason that if i mean mental health issues aside mm. there's no reason why why people shouldn't be able to really grab grab life by the balls mm. you know uh, uh, in some respect yeah. and when asked if, what you've been up to say oh well yeah I've just been like doing these great doodles on like mm. and, and it's brilliant you know whatever I don't mm. you know and I think that that's inspiring to share those mm. that normal people who do normal jobs who do, we're all normal and like really and mm. we're weirdly normal I think because everyone is different and so that's what it is we're all weirdly normal and and everyone everyone thinks that their weird thing that they do is is not right and so they won't tell you they're doing it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but I think with like certainly within the creative community there isn't anything like you know yeah odd about anything no you know I think um that's that's the thing and also people don't care like you no. know people just don't i don't people aren't judgmental no. particularly because it's a waste of time and effort like yeah. i don't judge anyone for for for, for what they like yeah. do it's like i just interesting you know it's interesting yeah. it's like you the can do whatever that, you like that you think you that you do you think is other people think is weird is actually they find it really interesting like you find it really interesting yeah 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 yeah, there's no need to be like um, cagey about these things. No. Almost like just, but then, you know, that's been like I suppose that's that's a that's a that's a, a confidence for that's come from years of working within the creative industry mm. or having the confidence to know that you know someone's got someone's got your back. Like I grew up in a household with my mom and dad were there. I had a brother and a sister everything was vanilla mm. like I knew that meant that I knew that for the last 42 years I've grown up knowing that if some if something happened to me someone would be there to hold my hand mm. like what like whatever in whatever respect that is mm. not everyone is fortunate enough to have that mm. safety net yeah and um and so our life has always gone on that path knowing that 
not taking it for granted, but it's in, it's inside you to know that. Like, like if the car breaks down in the middle mm. somewhere, or like you get like stuck in another country, or yeah. whatever it might be, there'll be someone there to like help you out. Mm. Not everyone has that, no. and um, and so that's a really fortunate position to be. Mm. Really fortunate to be position to be able to make decisions from, mm. and um, and it's just a, it's just that is the normal position for, to make decisions from, which for other people. That is not the normal position. No. Like that, that they have to get so far, like to get mm. to that point in the first place. Yeah. And so, um, totally understand that. Mm. And so that's that's one of the frustrations is that mm. when I wibble about and don't get things done, it's just like, motherfucker, you've been like given <laughs> everything. Like really, yeah. been given everything. That that yeah. is, if that's the base position, you've got no excuse not to make it work because. Mm. You know that's a fortunate mm. position to be in, really. No, I, think, I think I'm in the same place. <laughs> we don't realise how lucky we are. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or we don't appreciate how lucky we are. No, because it's the base. You know, we were born. Yeah. We were born and looked after and mm. happily like. And there's loads of different levels of that for mm. sure. But in the end, we're born and looked after enough to be able to confidently mm. then go oh what do you like i'm gonna go and uh, go off traveling or do this and it's like because i have the security to know mm. that i felt secure in yeah. going off to travel the or, worst thing that can happen isn't very bad it shouldn't be but accidents yeah. happen but like yeah. it shouldn't be do you know what i mean mm. whereas um you know like not everyone yeah and that's still the that's still the case at 42 years old do you know what i mean it's just like there's still like a, f a network of support <clears throat> that means mm. that we, you know, <clears throat> when we sold our house yeah. and bought this field and as a family lived in a tiny caravan and it was like, that's a bit, it was like when it got to November, it was a bit cold and it was like, this is a bit shit because mm. it was ra <laughs> raining and cold. But you know that the like, we you know we ended up renting a cottage which was which was great but if if we were really in the shit we could have moved in with like parents or something mm. and it's like we had parents who have houses still where we could that could we could mm. move and it would be like a squash and, and it, like whatever but it would be what a luxury to have mm. that support you know mm. i don't know why like it's just good to, i don't often remember that this is the mm base level of mm -hmm. you know so just go for it and um, yeah. I mean if like in anything we do going forward like we we need to make we need to make m money to be able to survive and to have a good time um, and to enjoy the pursuits that we enjoy and it doesn't take a lot of money so that's great um, but in the end you know it's like if we lose money pff, like so you know mm. so what like yeah. we've lost a few coins i mean mm. it doesn't you know it's not the end of the world like as long as we can eat stay warm and dry and, and help we're on like we've got the, everything we need is on our doorstep here mm. so it's kind of like we're we're in a position now i think where we'll be happy for the next few years mm. like definitely in terms yeah. of i can just ride my bike more yeah and climb more and yeah surf it's like amazing you know yeah. and i just think oh i don't even have to do a lot to 
keep that up. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Which is not... Um, and we're skint. We're fucking skint. Absolutely skint. Um, got no money to do anything. <clears throat> I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Like, Heidi doesn't care. We've never cared. Like, mm. Heidi doesn't care because she's got discalculate. And so she does, like she looks at numbers and it makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> so money's never been a problem. <laughs> so for us as a couple, it, it really matters little. To yeah. Like, it's never mattered. And so, yeah, we... Um, what matters is like like to to be able to draw and paint and print and mm-hmm. and and make artwork yeah. and then um, that's important uh, yeah. that's the most important thing and it's like oh you know oh yeah we need to buy the shopping or whatever and it's <laughs> um, that's great and but again it's like well i think we can manage that yeah you know we've managed for the last mm-hmm. 20 odd years to survive on our wits and uh, as i say like we've had some really good successes in things but then again it's a weird talking about saying about things like successes because they didn't feel like it at the time mm. and then in a measure of success for us they weren't no like they were just what i expected mm. and um and then when i got there the feeling of it wasn't great so that's we stopped you mm. know and it's like that's but you're supposed to sort of you're supposed to recognize your successes so you can mm. and celebrate them but i'm not very good at that i'm not really like yeah like oh this is great it's like well it's what i thought it would be it's not yeah, like yeah it's not, it's not what makes it hasn't blown my happy. socks off no it's like yeah our first clothes my first clothing label i started because heidi had another year at uni so i was like what am i gonna do hmm. i'll start a clothing label but by the time she finished uni i had i was stocking 20 shops <laughs> and then another year and it was 50 and it was like 50 shops. I never even studied fashion design. I didn't have a fucking clue what I was doing. And we're stocking 50 stores, like 40 in the UK, 10 around the world. And then Topshop said, can we have a concession as well? So I started, designed a range for Topshop. And so we had, it. so it was massive. Mm. In terms of, I was 24. And uh, for me, it felt massive. And um, in terms, in like, it was a proper job mm. and uh and i didn't know what i was doing i didn't feel like i didn't know what i was doing i was just making it up as i went along yeah. and that was fine and it was a big joke it was it was great it was <laughs> it was it was funny and i yeah. and um and then i got to like 27 and it stopped being fun and i just i don't want to do it anymore mm. so i stopped and it was yeah. like i sold the luckily i was able to sell it as a bit as a business as a label and it was like but it was just yeah it was it was good fun for like mm. six years it was good fun and it got to a point where it was great but it stopped being fun and it was like what are you doing stopping doing that it's great like and it's like yeah i don't want to do it anymore yeah yeah but it's like you're selling to loads of shops and like it's like i don't care no. like i'm miserable like yeah. i was miserable um People so get it yeah sometimes. so it's like i'm not going i can't i could not carry on that was like the first that was the first time I struggled with my mental health yeah. was then and I was miserable and um and it was really hard to work out why because we had loads of stockists I was mm. designing designing things that I enjoyed doing and but something was just not right and so I just mm. had to stop it and yeah. um and yeah luckily I was able to and it was the luckiest thing I ever did because I sold it and like three months later there was a financial crash and all the shops we sold to like a third of them half of them went out of business so and um 
I just remember walking along the beach. We just had our first baby. Um, we lived in the Kent on the Kent coast, and I was walking along the beach, and I'd just taken a call off a shop saying they were really sorry they couldn't pay the bill because they were they'd gone bankrupt. And I was like, this person was in tears, and I was like, really, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, but I sold the business three months ago, so it's not my it's not yeah. my problem. So I mean, thanks for phoning, and I just thought, shit, a brick. I dodged yeah. a bullet there, like really, dodged a bullet, like luck more than judgment i mean <laughs> i sold it because i was miserable yeah and then the world just like financial world just clapped because everyone being greedy bastards and so and then i was there with like i had no job i wasn't working on any projects of any sort and um but i'd sold the labels i had a year's worth of money in the bank mm. and um and then had all these people phoning saying they couldn't pay their bills and it was just like I just and it wasn't my problem I was like oh, fucking hell wow imagine if I'd have still been in it feeling miserable and then everyone else piling their misery on top of it I'd have been <laughs> yeah, awful no. I was just like oh god oh my god yeah yeah so it I mean and then it's so it's been this constant cycle of like doing something getting it to a point and going ah oh, it's not what it's cracked up to be I'm not yeah. so happy and then having to sort of wind it down and start mm. again and so I mean that's happened a few like a few mm. times now, and it's like, well, that's just cycles, you know. And some mm. people in businesses and in their work will stay in the same work, and it'll just like get to a point, it'll dip down, and then they'll get recharge and go up, mm. or you know, whatever. But for us, it's we've all like we've I've sold and moved on, and sold mm. and moved on, and sold and moved on, and and that's why we're here. Like mm. we're in this field, we're sat in like this studio house that I built last summer, and. In doing that, selling and moving on, selling and moving on, selling and moving on, having built something up, mm. we can we can sit in a field by the sea and not have to, like, we haven't got a mortgage. And I was like, when we did that, for, when I was 40, I was like, fuck it, that's mm. brilliant. I haven't got any money. <laughs> no. When we arrived here, people said, what do you do? And I said, I'm retired. And they were like, what? How, how have you, how can you retire? And I said, it was better than saying I'm unemployed. And it's like, but have you, where, how did you make enough money to retire? I was like, I never said I made enough money to retire. No. I was just, I'm not working. <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah. haven't got a job. <laughs> I started telling people that, that I, well, I took, basically taking the year off work and I'm just like it's my first retirement yeah yeah but you're 20 like <laughs> five or something Jacob like I'm just just have one every sort of few years like, yeah yeah why not when we met this wasn't supposed to be like you know a no. way to do things but I think it's but why not why not it's like yeah it's just the, the normal system is broken so we've got to like like going and retiring at, at whatever you retire at is just sort of a terrible way of doing it. Working forever and then retiring. It's just like... It seems daft, yeah. Retire... Yeah. Save that money. You retire throughout your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... Yeah. Like a, it's silly. And, and obviously, like, we're in a privileged place where we can do that. Yeah. Not everyone is. But, like, a lot more people could do it or do something like that. Yeah. Take time out. I think taking time out is the important thing. Um mm. Because also, it's not a, we're not coming from a place of financial privilege or stability. Like, mm. we live month to month mm. uh, from what we earn every month yeah. through making and selling artwork or design work or freelance, I'm freelance designing. Um, and, uh, and, uh, you, and you do the same. 
Mm. And that's what that's what it is. And if you if you don't get that much work in a month, then you don't go on the trips that you wanted to go on because yeah. you can't afford it, you know. But also, yeah, I'm slightly different, but but yeah, yeah. The fun, the, but the thing is, the the things that we find fun mm. don't cost anything. No, like not really, we can get on our bike. Like yeah, they cost a day's worth of time. And that lasts you forever. Years. Yeah, yeah. And so same with climbing, you know, or mm. like, you know, just going jumping mm. in the sea, like you know. Or surfing. Once you've got a, that one piece of equipment or whatever it might be, yeah, they're expensive, but they last for a long, long, mm. long time. And having accumulated all those things for just or just what like it was, my, it was Friday was a beautiful sunny day, mm. and it was my that was my birthday, and so we we walked to the Preseli Ridge, the Golden Road yeah. walk, and um, and it's like you don't need anything for no. for that to go out in the hills. You don't need anything no. to go climbing, really. You no, know, really. as long as you don't fall off. Um, yeah but it's like the things we enjoy doing don't cost anything <laughs> so yeah. that's really good yeah. Um, but yeah we are in a privileged position yeah. it's not from a place of financial stability but then no. it's never felt necessary to be no. like don't really need don't really need the, the, no. that much money to do yeah. the things we want to do so it doesn't matter like, just can do it yeah um, what are your rules for life do you have rules you you live by uh, yeah, I'm a stickler for fairness. I uh, I like I don't like seeing things that are unfair. Mm. So I try and I try and be balanced. Mm. Um, and uh, and I think uh, we've got we have a little a family saying we don't have a plan but we've got a dream, and um, I think that's more of a kind of like we're not pla- we're not planners. Yeah. <laughs> like very that's why it's hard to focus and we're yeah. not like detailed planners yeah but if you've got a dream and you can share that with your like partner luckily Heidi and I've been together for like 20 years and we 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 like doing the same things mm. and we share that vision of like time outside mm. and connection with our sort of spirited mm. selves and um and that's 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 like a like a motto is like mm. yeah you don't need to have a plan you don't need to know exactly what you're doing and when you're doing yeah. it and that's the other thing about like expectations i think if you knew exactly what you were doing when you were doing it where it was going where you were doing it when you got there surely it'd be a bit of a letdown it's like just what you expected do you know what i mean it's like i've seen the pictures of where we're going I know what restaurant we're going to eat at. I know what, like, whatever. And it's just like, how boring. Like, mm. nothing would be left to chance or nothing would be yeah. like, so, yeah. Like, whereas a dream is, like, open to being, you know, some random things happen in dreams, you know. I think that that's the, that's the thing. Life is, life is like that, that should be that dream. Like, allow for serendipity. And I think that that's the, yeah, we actively try not to put things on the calendar. <laughs> don't don't yeah. book it in. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think particularly now, rules for life are definitely take more time out. Yeah, yeah. It's coupled with the fact of like make it easy. Like we need to make a certain amount to live and to support our children mm-hmm. as they grow up. And so make it make it easy. And it's becoming increasingly harder to do work that I don't, I don't want to do. Hmm. Heidi's amazing. She's never 
been able to do when we were students she did one shift in a bar hated it was like i don't want to do it uh i'm i'm quitting it's like you've only one shift so <laughs> like, yeah it's not for me it's like you've got absolutely no money she's like i don't care like i'd rather not like do that i can't she's not a sociable like yeah. you know it wasn't the kind of work for her um and she's brilliant like that she's like if someone asks her to do something she's like that's not you know mm. and there's hit there's some money to do it she'll say no i, don't, I think that's I such a good it. skill to have though yeah. just saying no i don't want to do it yeah yeah it's it is right brilliant thing. it doesn't take me where i want to be yeah i've I've tried to learn that it's taken mm. a long time to try and learn that from her um i'm like yes this will be i can do this easily mm. so i'll do it and get paid for it and then that'll pay for another month of yeah. something and then i really hate that week mm. like that uh, or just feel shit about myself for the week because mm. i also if you're going to do a job you've got to do a good job like that is that is a golden rule of working and um and of life if you're going to do it do it properly otherwise like i, I there's just no point like no. i don't like laziness i don't like and a, and a, and a, and if someone's done something because f- if someone's done something for you and you can tell it's not been done with with 100% mm. or whatever you just feel let down mm. like yeah really like it's not a very nice feeling no. so if I take something on, I do it and I try and do a really good job. Mm. Um, and I do, even if I'm not enjoying it particularly. Mm. And that's, I think that that's kind of like, yeah, I don't want to do that too much because it takes yeah. a lot of energy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of energy. But. When did you last cry? Uh, 984. No, not really. <laughs> Did you say 984? 1984. Oh, I thought you said 1984. Uh, no, yeah, this morning. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's... Uh, I don't know, but I do... What I do know is yeah. I used to not cry at all. Yeah. And then I had children and literally there'll be like kids' films that are just like yeah. start welling up at. Or I read and mm. uh, like... I've got to stop reading the news, but I'll read a news story. It's just like, that is like some stories of people's lives mm. or certainly in, yeah, kids films, crikey. It's just yeah. like <laughs> something <laughs> happens. in the, <laughs> It's just so like, yeah, I think the vulnerability of, of being a parent of having children and that responsibility and that it, it feels like a really, it's a, big responsibility but you don't want it to feel like a big responsibility because it would be impossible to get through the day mm. like you've got to look after three other human lives and make sure that they're happy healthy um and uh, that so that's pretty that's pretty big you know mm. um if you're an adult working and someone said right your job is to like look after these three other adults in this like work setting and you've got to keep them fed, happy, healthy, inspired, curious, all of that. You'd be like, don't want the job. <laughs> like, no what, way. what a responsibility. <laughs> like, well, that is a big responsibility. I'm sorry, I don't want the job particularly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then tempered with that is the fact that actually you don't. It, they're, they're little human beings. They actually can make up their own mind about things, have responsibility for their own their happiness and... Uh, you know they can't drive themselves to the shops and get the shopping in but like 
so there's I forget that they also can do they need to just have that autonomy mm. um, I can't remember what was the question again I think it was when did you last cry? Oh yeah, don't know. That's, that's it's about so kids, isn't it? It's about kids. Going. Yeah, yeah. It's about about. I felt very. Um, I felt very. Uh, yeah, I feel the weight of responsibility mm-hmm. sometimes. It, it's never one thing. It just builds up to something. It's mm-hmm. a feeling like shit sometimes, mm-hmm. and um, and it's about that responsibility mm-hmm. and now we're here and Hyde is like oh let's get goats or chickens and ducks and I'm like I do not want to keep another thing alive like <laughs> yeah. I had to kill a cockerel last week I had to chop its head off with an axe Jacob because it was not well <laughs> it had already been part had by a fox yeah it was in a terrible state and I was like oh my god I'm gonna have to wring its neck but it like if I was afraid it literally I was gonna pull its head off if I did that because it was already not 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 in a good state and then I was like, right, so you either wring their neck or chop their head off. And then I was like, oh, God. Like, I don't... keeping things alive and then being responsible for killing them, it's, all, it's just like, oh, this is too much, man. And like, mm. you know, flipping cockle didn't even lay eggs. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, yeah, Hyde doesn't think about these things or it doesn't affect her. Mm. I feel a huge weight of responsibility. It's like, I, I, I've got to get up, do sort the kids out, Get them off to school, then feed feed chickens, like ducks, goats, like what like, what if I just want to go for a swim? Like I would just or something, you know. I just, I would rather keep things vanilla, like, and all of the weight of all this is just a bit much, like you know. Yeah. And it's like oh, you know, and now it's like ties you to one place as well, mm. and it's uh, oh, there's a visitor. Um, yeah, that's one thing. Yes, of course. Okay, um, when are you happiest? Um, I think when... Uh, well, there's two two times. Yeah. Two, like, situations, I think. I'm happiest when I feel content. Yeah. Um, with the sort of way I'm working. Ellie, get down. There's, a, there's just a dog. Just down, down. On the podcast right now. Go on. Good, go. Girl. Good girl. Good <laughs> girl. Sit. Good girl. Um, the, uh, when I feel really content with the work that I'm doing, I like mm-hmm. working. I've worked hard along a lot and um, I do enjoy working. And um, yeah, if I feel content with that, then that is feel that's a good place to be. Mm. And also, then when I'm outside, if I'm cycling, amazing. Um, I've gotten into being able to cycle on my own, but I prefer cycling with other people for sure, or climbing with other people, or you know, just doing activities with other people is mm-hmm. I find more enjoy. I don't know about you, like what you no, think I, about. I can only do them with other people. Yeah, I think um, that's the only reason I do them. Like the, I don't, I don't think I even really like climbing. Or mountain biking that much i just they're a vehicle to other people <laughs> that's why your snowden trip you're like oh my god what have i done this yeah, is, yeah, like, yeah like literally like i don't dislike mountain biking or, or climbing yeah but yeah like I, I don't think i really like them that much like yeah they're they're vehicles to get to to people and socialize and and people yeah is, people are the i think people is the only thing i really like in life 
That's the the only yeah. thing I like. The the only thing that makes me happy. I'm a very people person. Mm. I I've always worked with people. I really enjoy working with people. And as a freelancer or as a person that's like run companies and projects, it's like they've always got involved for the people. Um, mm. When I'm on my own, it's, it's difficult to be motivated enough to mm. get to where I want to be. But at the same time, having had a family um, and and as they grew up, just getting some quiet headspace time was for the first time in years, it was like, oh, I actually want to be on my own for a minute. <laughs> you know? mm. um, and I used to hate being on my own. And now I quite like having short periods of time on my own. But also mm. I like, it's not as much fun. Like it really isn't as much fun. Mm. Um, and I get, but, you know, as long as I'm doing that, like I can go for a cycle. Also, I'm very conscious of being able to keep uh, physically like fit enough. And um, and if that means going cycling on my own, that means going cycling on my own, you know. Yeah. Um, you and I both did a long cycle on our own at the same time. Why, why do we didn't do it one, one of them together? I don't know, but they were there <laughs> and we came back and we we're like, how was that? And you're like, oh my God, it was like, I was just ready to come home. Like I yeah. saw no one for days and mm. I was like, oh, I saw no one for days. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I did though. I did. I, yeah. I stayed with people along the way who I knew mm. and, 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 um, caught up with people I hadn't seen for years and that sort of thing and, and had chats with people you know similar way you had. and then it's like but the time I was on my own I en- I enjoyed it you know mm. I enjoyed it like I, I write I write poetry and I and I always say my bike's like I call, the bike is a poet bike and um, the rhythm of cycling you, you like some lines you remember and come to you as I cycle and but if you're cycling for a whole day like it's hard to, and cycling is not really that conducive to to recording poetry like no. it's, it's a bit windy you've got to cycle with one hand and hold like the recording device or even worse pen and paper it doesn't really work when you're trying to ride a bike um, no. but if they stick in your head for the rest of the day and then at the end of the day you're like oh oh that line mm. and it stays it's probably a good one mm. If it doesn't stay, it was probably shit anyway. So it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's so I kind of like, oh, it's like the the bike is like the editor as well. You know, it's like yeah. by the time I finish the ride, if I remember what I was wittering on about, brilliant. If I don't, mm-hmm. then not. so. But if I need that time to do that on my own, mm-hmm. like I I can't write or have those sorts of lines of poems or develop work with other, with people around that no. is one element of my work I can't or the thing that, something that makes me me that I can't do with other people around and mm-hmm. um, that's only been in the last 10, 10 years so uh, yeah. yeah and so definitely more of a people mm-hmm. person and doing those activities with people is yeah. mega mm-hmm. um, and that's where I feel happiest yeah for sure talking shits with people mm-hmm. doing stuff <laughs> when are you when are you least happy though um, when I think we touched on it really like when I feel like a huge weight of responsibility to you know keep like to earn the money to keep the household mm. and to keep animals alive and you know and doing work I don't want to do um, and I knew I didn't want to do it but I said yes to it anyway and that's just stupid that's mm. like my own stupid fault but also it's like it also it feels necessary at the time to say yes to it and to to get paid to be able to you know keep a house of family and um 
and all, and, I, and I actually I'm like oh, do you know what it's a bit of a reminder that there's millions of people that do this like billions of people that do this and it's hard and it's like it's not you know but so what like yeah. you know it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if it's hard and it might but at least I like the fact that I learned something from those situations and mm. I can learn to say no um, and know if it's something I've said yes to it's like and then gone mm, this isn't great it's like well at least I know to say no next time or mm. how I could do it differently mm. or something it's just if I don't learn from those situations then that's a problem if I find myself in the same situation go oh oh this is just as shit as the one I did before it's like <laughs> I shouldn't have done it you know um so that's when I'm least happiest, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I suppose there are all frustrations mm. with yourself if you've done something you're like, oh, yeah, you know, um, yeah. Um, what are you truly scared of in life? Um, uh, I don't. I, I don't know. I've always been a like a. I think I said we, I, we, we're quite risk takers they're kind mm. of quite like the mm. mind taking risks yeah. um, like physically scared of like yeah I like to try and make myself jump off things like <laughs> <laughs> but then I found myself I couldn't do a jump like in September there was a little there was, and some a friends jumped off something into the water I was like I just couldn't do it yeah it's like the takeoff was crap mm landing was fine the takeoff was crap and it was like and oh, no, i just couldn't couldn't do it um but as i get older as well i think i care less about things like that like i'm trying to go bigger on on jump i'm trying to jump bigger like mm. it, it feels great when you're flying through the air i like i love <laughs> it. it i don't like that feeling at i all. like it so well i've just fettled some of the jumps on the bike yeah. track here and they're not big at all but and probably not even getting much air but it, you mm. feel you know you're flying through the yeah. air and it feels great and I just I'm not scared of that and I never yeah. have been particularly scared of it I know became conscious of it when because I was in I was only like 22 when I started the first clothing company I remember snowboarding and um and I was doing some quite big jumps and tr I was trying to do like I was trying to land some tricks that mm. I hadn't done before and um I fell over and I smacked my head mm. really hard. And then this clear bloody liquid started coming out my nose. And I was like, oh, this is just probably not that very good. Um, and I boarded down to the bottom of the mountain and bought a helmet. It was a bit late. but. <laughs> 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 and I thought, oh, what if I... Um... Like, I won't be able to work. I won't be able to run the label. I won't, won't be able to get back and work and fulfil the things I'm supposed to be able to fulfil if I break my arm. Like, I could not, like do the design work I broke my right arm I couldn't work that has been shit um, and so I came became conscious of physical things and mm. of that risk taking in that way because as a freelancer as, or as someone who's worked for themselves all the time forever I've worked for myself if I if I became in, injured in a way that I couldn't work that well we'd be buckets mm. I wouldn't be able to we wouldn't be able to live like so uh, financially um, so I became like aware of risk but I don't think it stopped me doing anything <laughs> it hasn't ever stopped yeah. me doing anything particularly um, at all actually I kind of just became aware of it and thought mm. oh oh yeah oh never mind and just carried on anyway um, 
And then, yeah, so I don't know. I don't, I'm not really scared, like... No, that's, that's fine. I'm really sc- scared of... I don't know. It's hard to think of it. Yeah. Like, I don't feel scared of much. Like, yeah. I, you know, it's one of those things, like, you know, should you say I'm scared of dying? It's like, no, because actually... I'll, I'll be brutally honest with you, Jacob. Like, when Apollo was born six years ago, I was in mentally in a really terrible place and I had huge like anxiety and depression and I was going to counselling don't know why either I have no idea why mm. and um, I was riding my bike along the route to my studio and the path goes over the cliff like top um, and I just wanted to cycle off like I was I was going to cycle mm. off and I was like no I'm not no I'm not and it was like, but I didn't care at that point if I cycled off or not, but I didn't. And that happened oh, every week for like six months. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm just yeah. going to cycle off. And I never would, never would even like cycle up to the edge because it was just, I knew I wasn't going to do it. Yeah. But at the point I was like, I don't care. I really don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's a horrible place to be in. And, um, and I'm not scared of dying because it's like, because I thought I was, I thought I was going to because I thought I was going to do it to myself, you know, and that's like, that's a shit thing to have to be able to be able to say, but also it's kind of, I've probably learned a lot from it. And then that makes me cry (laughs) because I don't know why I was in that place. And I've been in that place and like in cyclical times and I don't know what, how, why I get there, how, um, I don't know what the reasons are. But it also makes you kind of... I kind of... One thing about it is you just don't care anymore about lots of things. Like, you'll just, like, push yourself to get through it. And that's a... that's a, and, that, and that's, like, maybe that's something to learn... Like, you l- maybe I learned something from that bit. Um, since we've moved, I felt like that... Oh, that well, no, that was longer. Like, yeah, six, seven years ago. But it comes back, not, like get down like in waves and I think everyone maybe everyone does anyway maybe everyone doesn't recognise it mm. scares the shit out of me that's why I, I, that's scared it does that's what scares me is is being in that I'm not scared like I came to this thinking am I scared I'm not scared of dying because I've been in that place where I thought mm. I don't care anymore and um, but it scares me when I feel like I'm getting into that mindset and um, I get really worried about and what what I think what takes me there is having too many responsibilities like having too many things like where and Heidi always says they're not just your responsibilities so like don't feel like you've got to do everything Mm. and then but I think I always have and I probably always will think I've got to do everything and and that's like just the way it is but Mm. um yeah, that's that's what scares me in life is feeling like that. Uh, yeah, recognizing it when it comes along, mm-hmm. and 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 making sure it doesn't go any further. Like if mm-hmm. someone, if I've got loads of stuff on, I just have to try and cancel it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it. Mm-hmm. But moving here, we tried not to take it much on, you know, um, and it's never had an impact on anything else. It's like no one would have ever known. Like I was lecturing like three days a week. And I was like, I have a cycle there just going, just be the person who does the lecture. Just like, 
all you've got to do is turn up and be the person that like can tell like the students what they need to th- do like mm. what, how to make make their work better and but you, you can be that person or deliver this lecture and then then you get there and you you sort of put an act on for a few hours like four hours of acting is exhausting and then mm. you'd be exhausted but at least you've done your job well you know um and so yeah it's not a not ideal uh and that's what scares me most is get like I don't live in fear of that. But recognising when it's coming is also a kind of like daily check-in, mm-hmm. weekly check-in, whatever it might be. As I say, not knowing why it comes along is quite... Uh, it's also like, oh, well, it might just be tomorrow yeah. you wake up feeling pretty shitty. I don't know. But there's always going for a ride mm-hmm. and going for a swim. Yeah. It's always sort of like you know, you know, jump in a freezing cold water. You've got <laughs> something, you, you know, you've got something else to think about, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, we always said it's a reset. Like if you jump in the water, whatever mm. time of year, it's never warm here, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a reset. Like yeah. you cannot think about anything else apart from how freaking cold it is. <laughs> and just swim, swim, swim out, whatever it might be. But that's the great yeah. thing about climbing. It's like you're in the ever present. You can only mm. think about what is in front of you literally what's in front of you mm. to hold on to and climb up you know you cannot think about anything else because mm. nothing none of it matters and so those uh, same with cycling like i don't the things don't stick in my head while I, if i cycle on my own because you're only like a pothole a stick a car away from being knocked off your bike mm. you know and that's too much like that that's you cannot think about anything else um there is something every few meters that could kick you off your bike. And uh, and so you can't think about anything else. Mm. And so I, I like those, uh, maybe that's why doing more of those things over the last few years has meant, yeah, you just have kept in the present mm. and not had to feel responsible for anything else because it's just there doing that. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that's what's, that. that's the scare, those are the scary things. Mm. It's feeling shit. Yeah. 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 Um, what could you do today that would matter a year from now? Um, <laughs> I think yeah, get on with the things that are on my to do list, Jacob. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, that's I guess that's yeah, that's a good thing. That well, you're already working on. Yeah, definitely working on the it. Things I think, you do will matter. Yeah, they will matter. This is the thing about patience. Like I mm. built this. Like we're living in this studio house now. And it's where we work, but I'm just building the lean-to that's going on the side of it. And, and I'm saying to Heidi, it's kind of like when you lay the, I laid the concrete last week, and it's like, and people are like, "Oh, you've laid the concrete." And it's like, yeah, that took two hours to lay the concrete. It took two days to do the formwork. It took a day to dig the trench. It took another day to get the materials for it. I've ordered the roof I've got that I've ordered the posts I've got that I changed the drawings I've done that it's like mm. the concrete took two hours I've already spent maybe a week two weeks on everything else getting all the materials in together so that I can build the lean-to mm. and that'll take a week and it's like but it's taken so long to prepare for it and then you know, when I do things, hides will go, oh, that's great, it's gone up quick. Or people are, oh, you know, I've loads of people go, oh, I mean, 
You built a house. I think we're thinking about building the house. I'm like, don't do it. <laughs> I've built a house. That's that's me. I've built a house. Yeah, mm. you. I don't think you will do it. Like, I don't know if I've made it look easy or not because it's not. It has not been easy. <laughs> no. And it's like, and you have to think about stuff way before you do it and prepare and then and and also not just that teach like i've never built a house so i don't know so i've like i had to teach myself how to do it while and build it and lots of people said can i help and i was like and i would have taken people up on their offer if i'd have known what i was going to ask them to do like i don't know what i was going to ask like i got i don't know what i'm doing like yeah you can sit here and watch this youtube video with me if you like i mean it's that point you know so um it I, yeah so in in a year from now i know that yeah like what i'm building just the next bit will be that the whole of this will be finished and i'll be making mm. things in the workshop next door mm. and so what i'm doing you know everything that i do every day is working towards having a working workshop to make make artwork in and having like we we need to start building a good work so that we have um, I suppose we have a security in like a creative security and a language build a creative language I mean like we said earlier like you're, you're a photographer and a new documentary reportage photography and that's your language that's your like way of mm. capture. that's your way of taking photos and uh, and as a as a freelance designer I've I've like a, as a designer with clothing, I've I've always had a language, but as doing work for the people, that gets diluted. Mm. And so, returning to the work that I do, I, I need to yeah have a language. So no, every day I do work that I want that I want to mm. um, help make sure I'm developing my creative language and also creating developing my creative space so that i've got the room to do it i like things to be where they need to be yeah i don't like looking for the tools no. they should be where they are mm. <laughs> you know if i haven't got put them back properly i get annoyed with myself if someone's borrowed them and not put them back i get even more annoyed um <laughs> like i'm not tidy or like anal about these things it's just like it's a waste of time if you're not yeah. You know, it's a waste of my time looking for something when it should mm. be where it is, you know. So that's what I want to have my studio nicely set up. So, yeah, we're working towards that every day is working towards that. And it feels really slow, but I don't yeah. care if it's slow or not. I'm not doing it until it's no, ready. It's getting you in the right direction. It's pushing to a hideaway, so it's getting, like, getting as close to the mountain, you mm. know. Um, like, you, you, like, you want to climb a mountain, you can see it from freaking miles away. But it's a long way. It's a long mm. walk in. You know, it's always a long walk in. Mm. Um, I mean, it's pretty unimaginable. What like some and some journeys are like weeks and weeks to get to the top of the mountain. You know, mm. and um, and this is like life is like that. You like you get to the top of the mountain. That's brilliant. And then maybe there's another peak like in the same range that you've got to get to. So you're down and up again. And I think that that's that's what life is really mm. for us. And then. Um, so as long as what we're doing gets us closer to the mountain, that's great. If it doesn't, what's the point in doing it? Yeah. You know. Yeah. The, 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 the things you really need to consider. Yeah, the path's not straight. Like it's not a linear pathway. Mm -hmm. Um, it sort of wiggles like a river. Really, it flows. You know, but that's good because a river flows. Like, mm -hmm. 
unnecessarily. It flows because it like wants to get around a problem mm. and you know onto the next, but it keeps flowing. And I yeah. think that's what we that's what we do. It's like yeah, it's not a direct route towards where we're going, but it's picking something up yeah. on the way that will help us on the next bit. Mm. And um, so it's really important to sort of in that respect that's the dream like that's the and and there's always a movement towards mm. that the lack of focus on, on certain parts is what annoys me about myself and that i feel like oh this isn't getting but it isn't getting closer but it's adding something it's adding some learning or it's adding some coins to the pot or whatever it might be you know um yeah so you know no, that's cool. every day yeah what do you want to be when you grow up um i'm Yeah, what do I want to be? Kind. <laughs> I want to be kind. Um, I want to. I want to be able to listen better. Um, quite good at talking. <laughs> but I want to be this able to listen. This is a podcast better. with you. You're allowed to talk. <laughs> it's good. Um, no, that's a. I want to be. Yeah, I want to be when you. Yeah, I want to listen better. Yeah. Um, I think. But really listen. I think mm. that's the thing. It's like I hear, I hear things. I, I've, and I think this is like I'm getting there. I hear things, and I want to do whatever someone's telling me. I want to do then go. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, I could, I can help with this. Or have you tried this? And it's like no, that's not listening. That's like hearing a problem or mm. hearing a, whatever, and then trying to find a solution or whatever. It's like listening. You're not being asked to do anything. You're just being asked to listen. And it's mm. like oh, I need, I need to. I'd like to be better at listening and I'd like mm. to be make sure I still remain kind. I think that that's like really important. Like you don't know what someone's day has been like and um whatever whatever happened. Like there's only a few times in my life where I've ever had people who have like really been unkind to me mm. and my reaction has always been like oh well, you know, I got mugged once mm. and like I blew the guy a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've said that before, yeah. And I was like, I don't even know why I did it. I just thought, this will really piss you off. And I was like, because he didn't get what he wanted. He didn't yeah. get, he didn't like get away with what, what my bag or whatever. And um, and I just thought, oh, you know what? Like, and any time that anything like that's happened, it's like, well, that person's obviously, you know, had a, something's happened. Mm. I don't know what. And we can't guess these things, and it's like maybe there's been times where and I've been short, but I've been short with people in terms of what I've said, as well, and I recognise those times and think, oh, that's not you know not very mm. nice tone to take. Yeah. And then it's like oh, and there was no reason for it apart from you know, yeah. and so it's just like well, uh, I generally think I am kind. Um, yeah. So just. Kind and listen. Yeah. <laughs> um, who do you look up to in life? Um, I think there's like creatively, I feel like I'm inspired by a lot of people creatively by the work that they produce. But I also like a, a, a good, I'm a strong believer in like context i can't separate some things like if someone's like creatively brilliant but they're an asshole in life then you can like 
yeah i'll shred your work i don't want to know like yeah. you, like I, I'm, I'm they're not mutually exclusive yeah. I've, I've heard of the people talk about like well, yeah but their work's great mm. but they're a dick it's like do you it's the same thing. i'm not going to support yeah. the dick you know yeah. i'm not going to support yeah. the the person that think you know whatever they're like mm. and so context is it is yeah. all is king i call it contextual intercourse like when <laughs> when i wrote my first like dissertation i, I like um, I used that. Fr- I made that phrase up. Um, yeah. My lecturer was like, "What is this?" I was like, "I thought it was funny." He was like, "He was like, I think it's bloody great." And I was like, "Right." So for the last, when I'm teaching, I've always like used it as um, as a, yeah, it doesn't really make much sense, but it's a, it just makes me laugh. It's good. Uh, <laughs> it's good. But um, oh, what are we talking about? Oh, what do I look up? Who do I look up yeah. to? Creatively, I've like, I think art is like the purest form of creative. There is no reason for it being like no reason at all apart from emotively when you look at something and you feel something and that is a huge impact like and and that is its reason that is its reason for being like you can't you know it's not like a designed good that you can use it doesn't it doesn't have a <clears throat> a physical function but it has an emotive function and that's immense. Like, mm. and lots of things, lots of other things do have emotive functions, not just for enjoyment, but with art and poetry. This is why I write poetry because, like, whether it's with visual art, I'm I'm looking for visual poetry. I'm looking to make something visually poetic. Like, there is, it can disgust you and, at the same time, as intrigue you and and make make you smile. For instance, and um, and I think like those in in a poem that's possible and then in visual art it's like yeah it's great to be able to go and be disgusted at something it's like because then you'll know what it's like not to be like mm. it's so it's really important to you know it's, it's like with photography like you see like wall photography it's abhorrent like you don't mm. want to see like no. you don't want to see it but it's important that it's mm. there because it documents what what's happened like and i th- and i look up to um i look up to, to creatives who mm. who make work like that like i yeah. you know that i can there's works of art that have like changed the way i see the world or change the way i i make art mm. and um i'm also sort of super like having been a lecturer for like 10 years also super sort of critical of work like I am sort of analyze it as well so I know that if I like something I've I've liked it I've got like the that critical standpoint to then think about what Mm -hmm. it is I like the immediacy of what what it is about it and yeah so I look up to people creatively I I look up to people who who stand up and 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 for the environment and stand up for other people and uh, and you know i don't think we're all like brave and i've never been brave enough to put aside things i want to do like i want to make artwork and write poems and that sort of thing there's other people who want to save the planet like Mm. what should i do today like save the planet or write a poem it's like fuck me well maybe they can be both but actually like those people are just incredible like absolutely incredible and I think, um, you know, like we can all do our little bit, 
to make other people's lives better or the planet better or whatever and we can we can, that's part of being kinder and having more empathy um, but I do look up to those people and think wow you like you are putting your life out there for other people and I know I've met some you know grew up and met people who've done that and they're not like flipping angels but they're not like and then uh, you know they're like good like friends of ours they're spiky people sometimes like spiky people mm. because i think maybe you've got to be to be like the person who goes mm. no fuck you i'm gonna be like a protester who goes around the world protesting for environmental change it's like yeah you're not going to shop at MS, are you? You know what I mean? You're like, literally, you are not vanilla. You are, you know, spicy yeah. ginger. You know, like, that is your flavour. And um, But I do admire mm. the way that, you know, people can have a, a cause for their life for that, you mm. know. Um, on the flip side of it, I don't think there's any, like... I'm also a good, great believer is that I don't judge... Like, I don't want to... I don't want to be able... To be to be in a position to be to judge people who are doing something that isn't like purpose driven, say, mm. or whatever. Like everyone needs to do their shit to get through the day. Like it's nothing to do with me. Mm. If that's what you got to do to get through your day, you crack on. Yeah. Like I like it, it. Literally, is I don't nothing to do with me. And mm. I think that that's fine. That is mm. that's good to remember as well because yeah. it's like. Like, I don't even want to waste the energy thinking mm. about it. Like, uh, you know, as, as long as everyone's happy, that's that's cool. But, yeah, I look up to um, people who, who, who make good artwork. Make, and also through adversity, like, through adver- like, in our position, like I said right at the start, and it's a, it's a really weird thing to be, like, you know, I'm a white middle-class ma- man who has had like an incredible like stable platform to live on mm. um and i said there's fuck all i can do about that you know <laughs> that's just the way i was yeah. born but what i can do is support people who haven't had that mm. luxury and that that fortunate point and that is the point as well is to be able to listen learn and support other people so I admire people who essentially in the creative world as well because that's where we've come across is like women or people from um, like ethnic minorities who have who make work that is inspiring and thought provoking mm. and uh, and all those things creatively that I enjoy but particularly as a as a in education I've, I've always tried to like make sure that that the that those people are pushed to the foreground almost yeah. so in my students i will say right we'll we'll look at these artists or these designers and this, and um and why it's important and um and then my public artwork i've always worked with minority groups like most of the work i've done has been with community groups that have been with that have minority minority mm. groups within certain communities so i kind of um yeah have to make sure like, we live in a bubble like especially out here in west wales we live in a, like a really comfortable little bubble and um and so it's good to 
be asked questions like this, like who do you look up to, and, uh, and it's actually yeah, it's not just the creative people, the people who have put their themselves out there for other causes, but it's just your normal person who has faced a hist, who has a, a history and a context of being squashed and mm. and yeah look up to them to you know the thing is as well creatively it doesn't matter who you are like we don't have to like everyone's work no. like i don't have to like your music i don't like have to no. like your artwork or whatever it's like that's just personal i'm not and i look up to people for for, for them being able to do that and that's mm. great i don't and I, and I don't care if your work's good or not like but I will only sort of push and support work, you know, and, and enjoy the work that I enjoy, you know, it doesn't mm. matter, but I don't care where it's from. Like, I don't, mm. you know, I don't, I, I don't, um, but I, I think the work that I like is, is the work that I like, yeah. you know, um, sure. and uh, yeah, so, I mean, it, it doesn't really matter where it's from. I think yeah. we've traveled a lot and uh, we'd like to travel more if we can and that's been really important to get a better understanding of that the last places we went was really interesting for that a real eye-opener um of post-colonialism and and that sort of thing and it's like oh yeah it's been there's a there's a lot there's a lot to there's a lot to get through <laughs> but yeah you know yeah there we are yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, how could we fix the problems of the world? Um, <laughs> don't give you easy questions. Well, yeah, I think there's um, yeah, geez, it's difficult, isn't it? It's so difficult. I think by being kinder and listening. <laughs> I, think, I think that's enough yeah, yeah I think that's enough I don't think I can like go into anything else no. I mean who'd like yeah yeah I know who'd be a politician for god's sake you get murdered I mean like literally like you know this week mm. in, 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 in England like mm. and that happens around the world all the time and it's like I think I think systems are really outdated I think education systems are really outdated but it's just a struggle to do something new like how do you turn a massive ship around you know it's mm -hmm. like it's literally that big it, you it, you can't and that's what that's mm. what it feels like that say in education in the in the uk it's not fit for purpose it's not fit for everyone that's in it like it got started yeah. a long time ago and and it hasn't changed. Like classes of this number taught by a teacher in these subjects this way, it has not changed for like nearly two hundred years. It's like, well, that was fine when you wanted to get people to be in the army, mm -hmm. it's, it's like, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Like we don't have that now. Like, no. it, it, and um, I do think education is the most important thing. Uh, I just don't think it's been delivered in the right way. No. I don't know what the answer is. No. Uh, I think like the whole world problems, I think education is amazing. It gives people like social mobility um, and, and the skills to kind of take care of themselves and those around them. Uh, it's very big though, super big. 
I think if everyone just realised that you know we were all here to have a good time, then that was that would be great, and we could yeah. just stop, stop sort of yeah, yeah destroying the planet and um, and each other. That would be amazing. Uh, mm. Yeah, that, yeah. If we could stop destroying the planet and stop destroying each other first, then work out how to get get on. Mm. That would you know mm. that would be a good start. Yeah. Um, be kinder and listen. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you value most? Freedom. Yeah, yeah. Freedom. I've always, I've always said I'd be shit if I was in the army. Someone say, "Oh, do mm. this now," and be like, "Well, can we do it differently later?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think that's a very good idea. Perhaps like you know. Like Battle of the Somme, they should have said that, you know. Right, we're going over the top. Can I'm we sure do the, it? Would, we're yeah. going over the top tomorrow morning. Shall we do it later, but and not quite like that? And it's that, you know, perhaps it would have been a better outcome. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think freedom to yeah. make choices. And I think that's the thing, isn't it, that makes it feel lucky to be in this grown have having grown up in 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 that position mm. of knowing you've got a support network it gives you the freedom to make choices and 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 them not feel like a complete risk mm. and to know if it goes wrong what's the worst the worst that's going to happen is you end up living back at home with mum and dad mm. or something and it's like yeah and 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 as I said, we 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 we've never had money, and but that's never mattered, no. and it and that's not the point as well. And years ago, I remember hearing like Mick Jagger, and when musicians of that age had like crap contracts and they lost loads of money, and he always says it was like it was an education, and all good and all good education is expensive. And uh, and that's just like that's it. Like you yeah, know, it was an education, and all good ex- education is expensive. And it's like yeah, that's 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 right. I don't value things and money. I just don't like uh, not bothered about that yeah. sort of jazz. I mean, it's it's the freedom to be able to do what you want to do, um, and to enjoy life is mm. amazing. Unfortunately, you have to be able to pay for some bits of that. Mm. Um, but you know, it's like van life, isn't it? You know, it like you jump in the van, you go somewhere, and you have a nice day, and then you sleep in the van. It's like mm. brilliant. Like mm. that's that's freedom. That's mobile. That's mobility. Mm. Um, but then you see, like education gives people freedom to be able to go like and work in a job that they never would have dreamed of being able to do if they didn't go to school. Um, and so, we, like, those freedoms comes from different places, yeah. you know. Um, but I think that's what I value most is, yeah, freedom and, yeah, yeah the environment. I think it's mm. just like, that needs to be protect managed in a way that is protected, um, which is great. It's very hard to think about what is what life's like in a hundred years' time or mm. two my nan died um last year and she was 98 and it's like when she was little it was to- like 90 in the last mm. 100 years it's just crazy change yeah. you know 
<clears throat> and we've lived like I've lived through 42 years of those and it's like I don't know what the next like 42 years mm. is going to look like um, but it's probably going to be same crazy change you know mm. like why not why shouldn't it be yeah. um, it's exponential the change in in, in society's changes um, so it is a funny thing it's like what like I don't know it's too much to think about those mm. like especially having had children it's just like what's the world going to be like for them yeah Jesus I don't know like yeah. who knows what it's going to be like for them but and I, mean, I just just changed in my life yeah and like yes it's wild. it is absolutely wild like it totally is and I think I don't know there's like a huge there is a human like there's a society pressure to keep growing mm. like we always hear it about growth like mm. and uh mostly financial growth and it's mm. like what that's surely not sustainable no. how can things financially no. grow all the time? and also why is it necessary like mm. but then there's a lot of people on this planet and it's like oh maybe there's too many people on this planet well maybe there is but we're here so <laughs> you know we've got to do something about mm. us being here and it's warming up and the environments are changing and landscapes are changing and it's like and yes they've yes they've always changed and perhaps it's going faster i don't know but no one was around yeah like thousands of years ago to see what it was like then so but what we do know is that now right now things are changing and what we some of the things that we're doing are contributing to that change so and then it's like actually what do we value most in life freedom and the outdoors and we're on a very lucky platform to be able to do that and yeah, what, what, you know, none of our conversations have been about new science and new technology and being able to, like, I don't know, like, get a drone taxi. It's like, <laughs> I couldn't give a fuck about a drone taxi. <laughs> no. Like, why would they even need to exist? Like, why does, like, why do some of the things that are developed and become mainstream is like, why does it even need to exist? Like, mm. has it made lives better? Like, has it made lives better? It's like, I don't know. I don't think a lot of it, like, it wouldn't really matter at all no. if it disappeared. Things we've got now are here. What I think about new developments, and I've, I've, I've like, taught modules on sustainable design. Hmm. And, um, and yes, it may be technologically possible to, to produce something. Hmm. And that's great, but do we really need it? Like, <laughs> it's true, yeah. What if we don't need yeah. it? It's fine. I don't want it to be a boring world. Like, no. But at the same time, like, for all the toys in the whole world, mm. there is, like, the kids like playing with blocks. Then they yeah. grow up. They like making bow and arrows. They grow up. They make like like whatever it is. It's like they do not need a no. this like so many different toys uh, and things. It's like it's just shit. It's There's just all shit. Exciting things in the world already there's so many sites and it's just <laughs> like they're just and it's like well not everyone is able to access all of these things so no. i completely understand that wherever you are in in the world that if in urban environments in like there is different things that need to be addressed mm. and everyone is different some people could not think of anything worse than going for a walk in the countryside yeah. you know and that's fine but also it's like what is the point of Alexa? Like, what is the point of all the of like 
of multiply developed like smartphones what is the point <laughs> of having like them all different sizes and it's like there's no point there's no. absolutely no point no. it's just more shit in the world it's taking more resources it's ta- and there's more waste and it's just like fuck where's it when's that gonna stop when's that gonna stop and like, that was sort of like so i worry about the future about things like that and it really it's like right gotta stop thinking about it because i don't know where <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i have yeah. no answer to it and um and i like you know i'm excited about the future and i want the kids to be excited about the future and to enjoy the things that we we can we're lucky enough to experience and then you just some and then you can't help thinking sometimes it's like oh what about all this shit like <laughs> it gonna, how do we fix this problem yeah. well creatively designers who have who are i've been part of you know mm. need to think about really what they're doing and if they need to do it like mm. the last clothing label i stopped doing because i was like i can't i can't carry on confidently designing because there is so many there's so much clothing in the world mm. and um i had to stop like that's the reason i stopped like i couldn't carry on because i thought I literally had a meeting with the buyer from Harvey Nichols and said to him, like, the world doesn't need another sweatshirt. And he was like, you're supposed to be selling me your, like, organic cotton sweatshirts. I was like, yeah, I know, but the world doesn't need them, really. Between between you and me, I mean, what, like, it doesn't need it. Where do you, where are the ones you get made? And he's like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, you don't even care. Like, so I know, but we've got this sustainability director and we'll need to buy in some organic, products it's like yours fits the bill organic cotton made in britain looks great brilliant we'll have you know it's like you don't need it mate don't need it (laughs) it wasn't like that i was like i don't think you need it you're like you don't like the world doesn't need it and after that i was just like right i'm stopping that's it i've just convinced harvey nichols not to buy my thing (laughs) that's that's rubbish i've got no money jacob i've got no money i'm just Also, their terms and conditions were terrible. But the point <laughs> was, um, the point was, I was just like, God, yeah, I can't do this anymore because it just doesn't feel. Then, like, I do come round in full circles, mm. like, because everyone's like, yeah, but you're making good stuff and it's making a difference, and people then have the choice of buying that good thing or the thing that they don't mm. know where it comes from, and it's like, okay, well, the more choices we have of that, it will become the norm. There will be slower. It will slow down the pace of fashion, like because then the other thing was it was like, oh, I saw this collection last year and it's very much the same. It's like, yes, it is. A grey sweatshirt is a grey sweatshirt. Like I made the perfect grey sweatshirt. I'm not going to change it next year or the year after. I'll let you in secret. It'll be the same in five years. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, and I I spent a lot of time making it fit really well, and the Mm. fabric developed really well, and the cut was great, and I and that's that brilliant. Perfect white t-shirt, perfect grey sweatshirt, sweatshirt cut, t-shirt cut, brilliant. And, um, you know, they made these collections and people would say, oh, it's the same as last year. It's like, yes, it's the same as last year. <laughs> I'd have different prints, but it was like, I'm not, there's no point. No. Like 90% of people wear a t-shirt. Like, mm. oh yeah, but are you going to do any oversized ones? No. Because the 10% of people, or 5% of people that go, oh, I'm going to buy a really big one this season. It's like, fuck them. <laughs> buy it from somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not going to waste my time and resources making on-trend stuff, you know. Yeah. Anyway, is that a dog yawn into a yes. mic? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was like, anyway, 
that's what the world didn't need or want need to see in the next future. And um, but I've come round to the, like yeah. actually making and designing good things that bring joy to people. Mm. And it was the bringing joy to people and being necessary and being mm. a choice of a good choice of difference. Oof. Watch was, that cable, dog. Oh, dog. Was okay. is an important thing. Like that was like. Yeah. That, that's that's still relevant mm. for me as a as a creative mm. so actually we will i will produce more like i said the other day mm. oh we've got some we've got some new things to produce mm. and um and it's been like three years mm. and uh and then had people saying oh it's like finding out your favorite band has got back together and i was like oh that's really nice yeah, you know yeah. i mean that's really nice that someone who like people who have bought stuff in the pan they're like yeah because i haven't bought a t-shirt for three years mm. it's like what like <laughs> because they only they're like oh they only used to get them off someone they knew yeah. or had, uh, got like close to had bought off for years and then mm. stopped and then it's like well yeah i didn't, I didn't bother buying any because yeah. like it wasn't easy to buy a yeah like an organic cotton well-designed thing so oh well, good. That, okay, yeah. and then maybe we'll, yeah, maybe it is relevant. And so, um, yeah, I think I've got over my design crisis, and uh, yeah, but, mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. Well, that's all I've got to ask. Except, do you want to say anything else? I think I've said quite enough. You just said we've been talking for an hour and a half. Yeah, good luck that's in good. editing that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, thank you for listening to that episode of More Like Them. I made this podcast as an experiment. You see, my friends are the most valuable thing in my life. They make me who I am, and they'll make me better tomorrow. I want to get to know them better, to be a better friend, and maybe even a better person. I hope it was useful or interesting for you to listen in. For more from me and my adventures in the middle of nowhere, please sign up to my newsletter at midnowhere.co.uk.